Friends, thanks for joining me on today's episode. I just wanted to take a quick note to ask if you haven't already listened to episodes one, two, and three, that you go back and listen to those first three episodes, because a lot of what I've referenced in later episodes come from those first three, and I don't want you feeling lost or confused about some of what I'm talking about. And once you've had a chance to listen to those first three, please jump back in to where you are now and continue enjoying exploring with me how God's story is changing our stories. Welcome to Change Space, where we explore how God's story is changing our stories, growing stronger and healthier minds and identities for us, transforming our relationships with Him, with ourselves and each other. I'm your host, Ruth Stephen Kualpili, and I'm so excited to discover with you how God's story is changing our stories. How would you describe your relationship with Jesus? How would you describe to someone else how you grew that relationship with Jesus? Well, those questions have been plaguing me for much of my life as I called myself a Christian. I've learned my whole life that the relationship with Jesus was crucial to be a Christian. But when asked how to grow that relationship, this is usually what I was told. Pray and read my Bible. I tried to do both. But praying often seemed like I was talking to myself and just inserting God's name into the conversation with myself. Reading the Bible often seemed unsatisfying and downright boring, if I'm honest. So if this was how I was meant to grow in this relationship with Jesus, I didn't have a very good relationship with him as I prayed and read my Bible in fits and starts throughout much of my life. I even did Bible studies, but none of these efforts changed me very much and left me feeling, like I said, kind of unsatisfied. That all changed in a prayer room I entered into 10 years ago. I met the person I want to introduce to you today as the best friend, best teacher you could ever ask, the best advocate in helping me grow in my relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the most overlooked part of the Godhead. I did not grow up hearing much about the Holy Spirit, and what little I heard was not very interesting. It did not grab my attention. So we tend to focus on God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, eh, What's he up to? Well, Genesis 1, 1 and 2 is telling us a bit about what he's up to. Remember, the very beginning of scripture itself is telling us we have a God in the beginning, even before our time starts, who is our creator. And then we have a description of this darkness that is covering the face of the earth. And then we have the Spirit of God who is hovering over this darkness. So while the Holy Spirit might be often overlooked, he is the first member of the Godhead that is named in the story of God's love for us. The Bible tells us many things about the Holy Spirit. He is our teacher, our intercessor, our advocate, our friend and helper. While Jesus is described as the very word of God, by John in the Gospel of John, 
The word of God is also called the sword of the Spirit by Paul in Ephesians 6. It's the Holy Spirit who is bringing us to Jesus in his role as our intercessor, our advocate, our helper, our friend. He is the one who brings us to the truth of who Jesus is, the love that God has for us, and the ability for us to start to grow this relationship with Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who brings us into love, relationship, belonging, healing, and journey into wholeness. So while often overlooked, he plays an essential role to answering the question, how do you have a relationship with Jesus? What I can't do on my own, change myself by praying, reading, without inviting the Holy Spirit in, God can do when I invite the Holy Spirit into my life. The Holy Spirit brings me into love. Love is what creates the change because love is going to be growing trust in the one who loves us, building tolerance for truth about how God really loves us and how we really look, and building the capacity for change in that neuroplasticity. Our brains letting go of the lies that come from growing up with relational hurts that run our limbic systems and replacing those lies with the truth of who God is and his love for us and the truth of his character as we get to see more and more of his character as we walk more and more in the spirit. That is the walk of freedom that Paul is describing in Ephesians in Galatians 5, where the fruit of Jesus's character is described as part of the work of the Holy Spirit in us. How does this practically take place? I'll describe it for you in terms of how it took place for me. When I entered that prayer room, Jesus got my attention. And in getting my attention, I started to give him some time. And he made good use of all the time I could give him, even if it was a little bit, because I had invited the Holy Spirit, given the Holy Spirit permission to do whatever he needed to do to me to bring me into this loving relationship with Jesus and grow me to be more like Jesus. So God got my attention and that started helping me give God my time. And as I gave God my attention and my time, God started to help me focus away from what I want and my way into being more curious and starting to deeply desire God's way for me. And in that shift in focus that the Holy Spirit started to do for me, God started to change the very space I occupy in my life because my life has not been the same since that prayer room. While before I did in my own efforts, reading the Bible and praying and seeing not much inside of me change, that encounter in the, in the prayer room, it didn't make me perfect, but it started me on a journey towards completion of rest in the work that Jesus did for me, that Jesus completed for me 
It's a journey towards that completion. And it's done every single day in ways I sometimes don't even recognize. But it has led me to do things I had never wanted to do, to do things I had never considered to do. This podcast is not the first thing God has asked me that's been strange. It's just the most recent one. Each of these things he's asked me to do has helped me to grow in my relationship with him. In day two of creation, God creates a space and he calls the space between the heavens up above and the earth far below. The space in between is an expanse that's called heaven. The kingdom of God is us living in that space that the Holy Spirit brings us to in relationship with God here on this earth because God has come down to meet us in person, to meet us and be with us and dwell with us. The dwelling of God with his people is his deepest desire. And he's created the space to do it when we start to give him our attention and our time that gives us the focus to be able to see that the space even exists to live in. And when we live in the space with Jesus, we're still a mess. I'm still a mess. I still have fear, but that fear is no longer in charge of all of me. That fear is no longer dictating my decision-making and demanding that I try and carve out my own path. That fear is now being combated by the light of God's love, letting me know there's another way for me. And it's the way Jesus lived and died and rose again to give me this free life in walking with the Spirit. So that is what relationship looks like, giving God our attention with our time and giving him more and more of our time, letting him give us focus on him. And it starts to change the very space we occupy, the very relationships we live in. This is the good work of the Holy Spirit in bringing us to live in love. And it's a developmental journey, this relationship. Just like we physically develop over time, our spiritual life is meant to develop over time. And in that development, yes, we're expected to grow in maturity. And that maturity is going to be brought about through the Holy Spirit being given permission to abide with us. In abiding, in staying, in remaining, in in remaining of the embrace with Jesus, we are being changed by his love. As someone who loves stories, as someone who has been created by God to love stories, is it no wonder then that God's story is part of this embrace, part of this relationship the Holy Spirit has grown in my life with Jesus? The Word of God is described as a sword, a sword that cuts away the darkness in us. And that story of God's love for us is worthy of our attention, 
of our time because the Holy Spirit is going to give us focus and understanding of the truth of who God is, how amazing his love is, and how he's loving us right now. Here's something psychology is very clear about. Neuroscience is very clear about. All the research that has anything to do with us as human beings and relationships has proved this point. In order for us to be able to love, to be loving, we have to experience being loved first. First John 4 is telling us this truth, that we belong to God and we can love each other from the love that comes from God. That it is because God loves us first that we can love each other. Read it in 1 John 4. It's one of my favorite chapters to read because that is describing a lot about the work of love, growing us into the completed work of Jesus to bring us back as his image bearers, those who live out life free because we live in the character of Jesus. And the story of God's love and his character in the Bible is where I found so much freedom. Because I love stories, God used stories to start freeing me. And now when I read the Bible, I am being changed because I've sought this change. And I keep seeking this change even as I fail and as I fall, the Holy Spirit picks me up and we continue on this journey of transformation. I want us to explore this together. I want to share with you how I've learned to read the Bible as a story of God's love for me through the work of the Holy Spirit and people he's brought into my life who've taught me how to read the Bible, seeking Jesus. Now, here's a quick note on obedience. I had this fantastic time with the Holy Spirit over the weekend in which I dive deep into the story of Joshua. And it was so moving and I tried really hard to make it into an episode and it ended up being about 40 minutes long. Way too long. And I was disappointed. But in that time, I have been still seeking Jesus through the Holy Spirit working in me. And he's helped me see something. I loved that experience with the Holy Spirit. And that's my experience with the Holy Spirit. I cannot recreate it for you, but I can share some of it with you. And that's what I'm going to do in the next episode. But we're going to start it with the end of this one. We're going to end the episode with me reading from Joshua 1, 5 through 9. That set of verses has a lot of elements that help me discover Jesus in Scripture that I want to describe for you. But as we end, I want you to just listen to my voice reading those words. Then I'm going to ask you to start your adventure with Jesus in the Bible through the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be praying that after you hear the end of this episode, you're going to go and find Joshua 1, 5 through 9 in a digital app of the Bible or a hard copy of the Bible. And if you have neither, download a free version of the Bible, like a version Bible app, and look up Joshua 1, 5 through 9 and read those words for yourself. Then consider writing out those words. If it helps, re-listen to me reading out those words, but read those words again. Write those words again. 
Read those words again. Write those words again. Start practicing giving God your attention, your time, and help the Holy Spirit give you focus and meditate on the words of Joshua 1, 5 through 9, because I will share with you what God has given me, or at least some of what God has given me in my understanding of the story of Joshua. But God is going to be loving you uniquely in your own unique needs. And God is going to be telling you things God didn't tell me. And I want us to be able to share with each other how God is telling us about his love. So take the sleep with me. Listen to Joshua. Look at Joshua. And just linger with Joshua 1, 5 through 9. And let's meet up again and let's celebrate in the many small ways and maybe even big ones in which God grew us in love. Close your eyes if it helps for you to focus as you're about to listen to Joshua 1, 5 through 9. Take a deep breath. Let out some of the stress that comes from trying to have your own way to control things to your likeness and invite the Holy Spirit into your mind. Let him fight darkness for you as we enter God's word and how he makes us new, transforms us and brings us into relationship with Jesus that is freeing, that is healthy, that is integrating us and making us whole and complete in the love that he has for us. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.